Yo, welcome back. It's the SOBs. Yo, before we get this episode started today, we're going to do a little merch plug. What's going on, guys? You go in our bio right now. Go to B18, and the link is right there. Just click on the SOB link. Just like this. You can see it. Look at this fucking tutorial. Look at this, and you can get the design. Obviously, the shirts that we're wearing right now. You get this one. You get that one. We also sell hats, trucker hats. So just check us out. Link in bio. Thank you. Beast, like a <laughs> <laughs> I just love the bottom part though. This bottom yeah, part is just fucking. Oh, there you go, man. You good? We don't I believe got, in that I got shit. Vaccinated. Man, you I got COVID right now, so I'm good, man. Can't get it. Can't get it harder, you know. Oh, don't mind us. And, and these twists. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just fucking flex on you, yeah, yeah. losers? All, all of us. All of us. All of us. <laughs> Shit. Now you, Kelvin. You're like, Kelvin, put your <laughs> fucking <laughs> basic generis Air Force down. My bad, dude. My bad. Yo, welcome back to the San Leone boys. It's your boy, Griffin. Que lo que es your boy, K-E-L-B. Hey, que lo que it's your boy, Don. And we're here with DJ Money, Dwayne, Titan, man of many names, man of many occupations. Yeah, yeah. No talent. No. <laughs> How, how you doing, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? You appreciate y'all having me on. No, man. yeah, yeah, man. We appreciate yeah, you. Great, appreciate the kicks. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, did we just, just fucking flex on you, fucking virgins? Oh, oh, you oh. shot fucking shoe game up, oh, motherfuckers. I'm sorry for being so fucking hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we should put a caption where it says, Where, where's Jordan 1? That's what happens. So, and you do shoes, too. You do... Okay, so talk to me, man. What do you do? Yeah. Well, right now I'm a, I'm a branch manager for a security firm in Chattanooga. Hell yeah! Oh. Boom. Tell us every all, all your your give us your give us your all resume. Your codes, uh, your, let's see. All your passcodes. Oh, <laughs> your credit card um, information. I've uh, I was a DJ from age 15 to 25. Yeah, yeah. Um, producer, rapper, uh, pro wrestler. I mean, you pretty much name it. I've I've kind of done it. God, what? I've lived several lifetimes. You have, man. It sounds like you just—it just, it just sounds—it sounds like you described eight different people. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like people that you know, like oh, my boy's a fucking—he's a mechanic, you know. The other one fucking built houses. Man, it's like you, you do all of them, dude. It's like one of us were to tell one of our boys about you. They're like, damn, how many people did you interview that day? Oh, no, just one, just one guy. No, just one just guy. One. Just he's one. like, you having that restaurant, right? Yeah. Then who's next? The DJ? No, no, no. He's the same person. <laughs> same the same dude. person. Same dude. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, so being a branch manager at a security thing. So have you? You, been, you had to work there for a while, right? Or? I've been there for about three years. Three years, and you're yeah. a branch manager. Well, I started out as branch manager. Oh shit! Yeah, oh, come on, man. Come on, Dodge. <laughs> damn. Come don't, on, man. Don't be an I've idiot. I've got a lot of years of experience in management and stuff as well. Right. Um, but, uh, I mean, security stuff was kind of easy for me. Because so. you're so damn big? Well, it kind of goes with the pro wrestling stuff. So, uh, yeah. You fucking, you probably did that little movie you did on Kevin to him, too, in the interview. Yeah. You're like, hey, get up real quick. Let me see your wrist. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Go to work on time. <laughs> how did he start, man? How did you start with the pro wrestling, dog? You gave us a little bit in the story, but what's the... Give us the full story, man. We got an hour. Let's get it. All right. So, oh, yeah, that's all? An hour? Oh, whatever you oh, want. Shit, Three, four? Five, five hours. Hour all day. We'll, we'll give him shoes. <laughs> we'll we'll okay. give Joe Rogan his run for his money. Mm-hmm. All right. So, with the pro wrestling thing, I, it started out as an obsession. Like, me being a kid, 
watching Saturday Night with my grandfather, you know, WCW and things like that, watching Sting and Flair. and More of a, the more of a WCW guy than a WWF guy? At first. Okay. At first. Because, I mean, you, you got to think. You had, you had Sting, Ric Flair, Rick, you know, Ricky Steamboat back in the older days, the Four Horsemen. And then on the other program, you know, you had, like, you know, the dumpster dude and like, yeah. you know, Isaac Yankum and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. shit like that. So like you're, you're sitting like there a, and- It was so weird because it's like, it's like, they were already wrestlers, which is an occupation. But then on top of that, they had another occupation. Like you're a wrestler and a dentist. Like yeah, man, the, yeah. the wrestling thing must not be paying that much. And you gotta yeah. do so many fucking jobs, dude. So, so like once, once the attitude ever came around, it kind of changed a little bit. I still love the NWO. Like that's, that's, that's always my shit. I love the NWO. But the that's when I became more of a WWF guy. Was mm. that WWE sucks ass? Yeah. But yeah. WWF. WWF was hard. Ass. Yeah. Loved it. I mean, yeah. you didn't know what you was going to see. You turn in, you're going to see some titties. You're going to see some yeah. ass. Dude, you see, Edge like, was going to have sex. Like it just like, oh, welcome sex. to the sex <laughs> show. It's like, yeah, they yeah. did. Edge yeah. and Lita had yeah. sex on television. Yeah, and then yeah. and Kane so. was literally forced some uh, forced Lita to marry him. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. WWE yeah. yeah. had sex with a corpse. Yeah, I mean, WWE was yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. They could never now. That's no. insane. Right, right. But, but is it? So, but we we talked about this before. Is it that it sucks now, or is it that when we grew up? We have like that nostalgia, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sure there's kids growing up now that are like, you know what I'm saying? Like they they love it, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, now WWE is catered more towards kids, but yeah. like your your alternative, which is AEW, is centered more like old school wrestling, right? Like what we grew up with. So it's um it's a different beast, and, and I'm a huge AEW fan, uh, but I've also got friends who work for the company, mm. so I'm kind of biased. So. Is, is AEW, um, does Vince McMahon own that too? Or is that no, another no, whole, no. whole separate thing? Yeah, that's a whole separate thing. That's oh. uh, the, the Khan family, uh, Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. The owner of the, he's the owner of the Jaguars, no? Yeah. yeah. Well, his dad owns the Jaguars. He's yeah. kind of, oh. he's a part owner. The boy balling. So oh. what came first? The DJing, the music producer, the wrestling? The love for wrestling came first. Mm. The DJing, I did first. But I feel like I feel like wrestling is an avenue for all them things. You know what I'm saying? Because it's already entertainment, it's acting. So I feel like I could see like a wrestler. I feel like I could see a wrestler do anything. I feel I could feel like a, I, feel, I feel like if a wrestler stops wrestling, they could be whatever the they could be a fucking get mayor mayor. It's right. In movies, mayor superstar. Yeah. I feel like wrestling just requires so many different talents that like I feel like it's easy to like leave wrestling and just see which one of those you're the best at and just. It, it is, and honestly, the DJing thing is what made it easy for me right. to do the wrestling because, you know, being a DJ, you have to learn how to work a crowd. Mm. Like, you, you can't just be up there and you can't do all of that and yeah. not talk to the crowd. So you got to know how to get them riled up to get that. What in wrestling they call the pop. So in order for me to get that, I think DJing was necessary back in, you know, back when... I was like 15. So. Yeah. What made you want to get into DJing then? So, oh man. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but I saw the Run DMC Aerosmith video on MTV, Jeez. you know, back when they used to play music videos. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, um, crazy that they're still called music television. I feel yeah, like, yeah, you know. it, they should just call it shit. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think they can leave it. Yeah. They call it, they call it, uh, SHT, H-A- yeah, SHT yeah. TV. Shit. Oh really? Yeah, I, they, I, they could. 
Oh, oh, oh they, don't call it. they don't call it. They could, though. Okay, okay. Then you haven't watched TV in a while, huh? No, nah, I, I don't own a television, actually. Sorry. He owns four. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, nah, I, I saw, you know, I, I saw Jam Master J cutting it up, and I was like... R.I.P.? Yeah, R.I.P., man. He's, he's fucking awesome. And, and I was just like... Just like when what I was telling you guys earlier, I saw it and I was like, I'm going to do that one day. That's dope. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. What, like, what goes into DJing? Oh, okay. Because oh, I, like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I just want to, I mean, I always like make jokes. I'm like, well, it's just some dude with a good playlist, you know? But like, obviously I know it's more than that. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially but, if you're going to do like a bar mitzvah. And a bar mitzvah. You, you got to know your, you got to know your fan base, like. You know, you're not going to go into, like, I'll use today's music, for example. Like, you're not going to go to a 1995 class reunion and be a DJ and play, you know, Future. It mm. just ain't going to happen. True, true. You know, you're going to play Mask Off, and then what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. So, the you can't do that. You got you to gotta know what your audience is. And um, so, I'll, I'll tell you guys, this, this is a very funny story of my first ever DJing session. So, back in... Oh man, I think it was 90, 98, 99. There was a, a club over there on 41 called Miami Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, remember, remember. and Daniel was the guy that owned it. Well, I went in there. I had I was 15. I was about to turn 16. And I went in there and I wanted to be the DJ. Teen club. I was like, it's my opportunity. There's a club yeah. in Dalton, right? So I go in there and Daniel's like, well, I'll tell you what, kid. Show me what you got and I'll think about it. You put them in an arm lock. And I was <laughs> started wrestling. And I was like, all right, all right. So I go up there. Uh, I fucking bombed. I mean, really? I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I lied. Oh, yeah, I've been, I've, I've been practicing. I ain't done shit. I didn't know what I was doing. I get up there, see the turntables in the mixer, and I'm going, uh-oh. Like, am I cutting out, getting low? I know, you're good. You're okay. good. Go ahead. But I was just like, oh, I fucked up. I fucked up. So what'd you do when you were up there? Well, I mean, I just started playing music, and then I would just crossfade it. <laughs> like, I wasn't scratching or nothing. Yeah. So after the thing, Daniel came up to me, and he was like, all right, kid, here's the deal. You were up there for an hour, and you sucked. <laughs> he was like, but here's the key. I want you over here every day after school, and I want you to own your craft. We open in 30 days. Oh, shit. Wow. Be ready. And I was just like, yes, sir. You know, Dang, so Mr. every day after you. school, like they're they're still building the thing, like they're putting the stand up, they're putting the dance floor down, and I'm up there learning, you know, doing all that shit, and and I was, you know, grand opening night, I had I had everybody right there. But at least you you kept the workers entertained. Oh, they were listening to some hot beats while they were working. Oh yeah, up. yeah. Like we and and so I get to school and right. it's like. Oh man, that was that was fucking killer! Yeah. Like I had seniors coming up to mm. me, high fiving me and shit, and I'm like, I, I don't know who the fuck you are, but okay, <laughs> you know. So it was it was a much different you know pace of it, but uh, I, I ended up when I turned 16, I think I lasted there two months. I ended up going to the Bay in Chattanooga, fuck. and and I wasn't even of age to get in, yeah. so I had my own entrance way from the outside to the DJ booth. Damn. And I would DJ there Fridays and Saturdays. That's hard. Age and wh- 16. And why you decide to go with uh, DJ Money? I feel like that sounds so generic. Well, <laughs> it was it was given to me by one of the bouncers. Like uh, when, when I was DJing at Miami Club, I didn't have a name. 
I, I was just the DJ. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you talk about fucking generic. Yeah. 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 But I was just the DJ. Yeah. So when I got up to the bay, one of the bouncers, because I was making, I was making some damn good money, you know, for a sixteen-year-old. I mean, it was like fifteen hundred, two thousand a week. Fuck. Uh, it was cash. That's good money cash. for anybody. Cash. <laughs> nah, for a kid. For no, that's good, good money. Right now. Now. I ain't got shit to show for no. it. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, say I mean, at 15, 16, who could blame you? Bro, us, we couldn't survive on that money, dude. No way. No, we could. We really could. I'd be a drug addict. There's no way that would support our lifestyle. No, it literally would. That's perfect. I'm gonna get that right now and I'd be fine for the rest of my life. But I was, I mean, I was stupid with it. I didn't stay at the bay long. I mean, I think I was there for for like three or four months. But one of the bouncers, every time I came in, he was like, ah, oh, here comes that DJ money. Because <laughs> I was coming in and I would have like fresh shoes every time I walked in the door. Right. A brand new pair of Jinkos when I walked in the door. Yeah, it was old. You man. know, so it's like every every week I had new stuff on. And I'd wear it like once and give it away. Damn. Wow. And I can see I can see why you didn't save a lot of money. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't save <laughs> shit. That makes sense. <laughs> I didn't save shit. And, uh, so, like, you know, it, it just stuck with me. I started, like, making fun of it back with him. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm DJ Money. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and it just stuck, so. Where did the, the love for the shoes, you said you were rocking fresh shoes every day. Where did the love for the shoes come from? Uh, the love for the shoes actually came from uh, a buddy of mine, Eric Crowder. Uh, rest in peace to Eric. Rest in peace. Um, so... Back when I was in middle school, like, I used to rock the L.A. gear shits, like, the cheap-ass shits. I mean, that's all my family could afford at the time. Yeah. And so I got my ass beat, like, almost on a daily fucking basis. <laughs> what? Because what? of my shoes. Like, I got picked on, and, of course, you know, I, I'd say something back, and then here we go. You know, we're in it. And then I'm God, in the Where'd you go to school at? Yeah. Compton? <laughs> Not North Whitfield. Uh, <laughs> I can see it. I can see but it. There's so, a bunch of hoodlums over yeah, there. Yeah, pretty much. Because because like I, I didn't I didn't rock the, the country shit like you see a lot of yeah, you know, boots and jeans. Wear. Yeah, I didn't do yeah. all that shit. So but I also didn't have the nice like Nikes and Jordans and shit. So, you know, I had the LA gear, you know, it went yeah. when Reebok had the pumps. I had the L.A. gear pumps. pumps you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and I thought I was the shit. I mean, I didn't know any difference, right? So, my buddy Eric, um, he he got, dude was such a good dude, man. He was such a good fucking dude. And um, he actually gave me his Jordans so people would stop bullying. Wow. And it was, it's not this exact pair, but it was Concords. Okay. And I still got them. They're at home. They're shrink wrapped. I treasure yeah. them shoes. Yeah, that's awesome. Though. Um, up until last year, I'd wear them once a year, and it was only on my anniversary. That's awesome. So, Damn. but like, I still got them. I shrink wrapped them. Uh, matter of fact, DeAndre, when you gonna come get that bitch? Like I told you, you could have one of your brother's shoes, man. Come yeah. get it. Jeez. Come on, DeAndre. Yeah. Come on, DeAndre. DeAndre. Get it. Oh, uh, now I got oh, them on you. What is um, what is um shrink wrap? What is that? So shrink wrap, like if, if you ever go into a sneaker store and you see the shoes or you watch like the complex shits on YouTube yeah. Yeah. and the shoes are in that plastic wrap, that's what wrapping the shoe is, which is kind of what I got in this bag right here that I'm going to tell you guys another story on. Oh, man. So, and when y'all see this one, y'all going to flip the fuck out. Well, now we're right. excited, so I feel like it's time. No, 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 That's the best the pro wrestler in them, dude. I gotta build the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, dude, the other day, that literally last episode, we had my cousin on here, uh, Jordy Gang Gang, shout out Jay Nasty Cuts. Shout out Jay Nasty Cuts. And, uh, and we, like, literally, it's just like, uh, I feel like we do it for almost every guest. We're like, top five pro wrestlers, who you got? And this motherfucker started with number one. <laughs> 
I'm like, what kind of fucking list starts with number one? Now we don't give a shit who the rest of them are. We start at number five. Yeah. Which brings us to who are your top five pro wrestlers? Though? Top five? Uh, not in any particular order. Stone Cold, Rock, Sting, Flair. And I mean, I, I know he's kind of new and, and shit, but I mean, he's a friend of mine, so I feel like I got to throw him in there. What's up, Gallows? Little Daddy Dangly over there. I see you. Daddy Dangly. Um, that's his little gimmick thing he's he's doing now. Oh, okay. But um, Gallows, like Luke Gallows? Yeah. That's your boy? Yeah. What, man? Gallows is the gold. The good <laughs> that, brother. That was the good my brothers, first though. wrestling match, man. What, what I beat him. What? And I fucking beat him. Damn. Wow. I do not want to rematch. <laughs> my ass. I love you, bro. That's, that's wild, man. He has a tattoo shop like in Georgia somewhere, no? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Gang, gang. Now, he, he fucking hurts when he hits. Uh, like, you're... So I'm, um, I'm not going to give away anything. But you want to take care of your opponent. Yeah, yeah. And he took care of me, but he also beat the shit out of me too. <laughs> yeah. Because every time I'd fuck up, I'd get what's called a receipt, which is yeah. a very stiff. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I got my ass beat every time I turn around. He's whoop my ass, <laughs> bro. I've, I've seen like some, um, like Brock Lesnar do that like recently. Where he like uh, cut up, Ron cut up Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brock Strowman. Like, yep. but he hit him, and then he like. Nailed him, I think, with the I don't, I don't know, was it a, a cross, like just a right hook? Yeah, just a right hook. He just, just, I mean, like a real, and he's just like, God damn. <laughs> Yo, fun fact that your boy Lou Gallows, Lou Gallows was actually the fake Kane, bro, in WWE, yep. bro. What? He was yeah. the fake Kane. No dog. way. Yep. Yeah, they had a Kane versus Kane match, and he was the fake Kane, dog. That is crazy. And he had yeah. to have, now, this dude's tall. I thought that, was, thought that was just he Kane. He had to have lifts yeah. in his boots. <laughs> Lifts? That, yeah, lifts just to be the same hot as Kane. Kane's a big Kane. motherfucker. He's a yeah. big dude. Big God, dude. He's ugly as fuck, too. He's man. a mayor now. He was, in a, he was in a fucking scary movie. See no evil point. here. Without yeah. the mask. Without the mask. Yeah, dude, motherfucker. Scary yeah, dude, like, he's like, don't even make a breather. No, you're good. Just take, take the mask off. You're good. What, what's crazy is this dude is like one of the nicest dudes you're ever yeah. going to meet. Like, I, his, um, we did a, a Fighting for Autism charity event in Knoxville. He actually came through. And got one of our shirts and like wore it to the cage and did wow. an interview for television and shit. Awesome. And I remember going up to him. Now I'm a big dude. Y'all, y'all three have said yeah. like dude, you're a big dude. I was like, hi, sir. Uh, <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and he was like, Yeah, what you got? And I was like, um, would you come take a picture with us? <laughs> you know, I felt like a little kid. It's like, yeah. you know, because there's not a lot of people I have to look up to. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. If he says no, I'm screwed. You know, but no, nah, he's he's a really, really cool, chill dude. That's dope, awesome. Dope, man. dope, dope, dope. So what you what you wear to the ring, man? What's your ring attire, dog? It's changed. Uh the first match I wore um all right, so I gotta tell you about the first match. So the mm -hmm. first match obviously was with Gallows. It was supposed to be a one and done thing. Um I always wanted to do it, trained for it, you know. Uh, I told you guys a little bit about that. But uh, I had a buddy of mine who lost his battle with PTSD. And so to raise money in his name and in his honor, I was like, well, I'm going to do a wrestling match. And so for that actual match, I had uh, two Marines escort me out. And, like, I wore camo BDUs and a Marine shirt. Oh, do you had a, you had a military gimmick, Doug? For one night. <laughs> for one night. For one night. Um, Where you were the modern day Sergeant Slaughter, dog. <laughs> and uh, and so, like, him. I mean, it was, it was, um, it was good. It was heartfelt. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm done. You know, that was that was good. It was a good thing. 
And then the next night, the guy that was supposed to be in the cage match with Gallows and Paul Lee didn't get there yet. And so, like, Gallows came up to me in the locker room, and he's like, where's your gear? I said, at home. He's like, where's your boots? At home. I was like, it was a one and done. He's like, nope. Find some knee pads. Let's go. He's like, I, I got, you're in this. Shit. I'm like, no, I am. This is my second match. I am not getting in a yeah. fucking cage with you. Yeah, yeah. So here I am here. <laughs> <laughs> and I get kicked in the nuts by Paul Lee. And I'm like, I'm fucking done. My eyes are watering and shit. And I'm at the wrong. So you got the cage door and the cage door exits always on the left. Right. I'm over here at the fucking right because my eyes are watery. The fuck is a little doorknob lock thing? Oh, fuck, fuck. Because I can't fucking see. My balls hurt. Yeah. You know, and, and then so the ref like slides over there and opens the door. <laughs> he said, I can't and see I my ball out over the concrete. I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, and then Gallows comes out and just fucking clocks me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, hit me back. And I'm like, fuck you. So <laughs> I'm fighting him. My balls are fucking hurting. <laughs> you know, and I'm sw- I'd swing on him. And then hope balls like, like <laughs> fuck. You know, so I mean, it, that, that was fucking horrible. Oh, so, like, so like, it was a legit like kick to the He didn't to mean dick. to actually kick me yeah. in the balls, but, you know. Shit happens. Yeah, Yo, it, it happens. I do know uh, Polly. Well, I don't know him personally, but I have seen him around. Like, cause uh, he, I guess he lives in Ringgold. Yeah, he lives in Ringgold. And he has like a pink Hummer uh, limo yep. that he drives around everywhere. And he also has a gym, Turnbuckles or turn, Turnbuckles. Yeah. Uh, he's also got the restaurant too, Turnbuckle Bar and Grill. It's all wrestling themed. Uh, you never know who's gonna fucking walk in there. I'm, I'll go ahead and tell you that now. Like uh, a couple of weeks ago, like they had Matt Cardona up there, Zack Ryder in WWE. Wow. Uh, he was up there. Gallows is always up there. Him and Gallows are friends. Um, I mean, it, you, like I said, you never know who's gonna be in there yeah. just eating. But he also he has the he has the Nature Boy gimmick too, right? He yeah. does. So he how does. does that how does that work? Because Buddy Rogers was the first one. Yes, he was the first one. And then Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. So how do like when is it when is it like a rip off to like take somebody's shit and when is it like an homage to take somebody's shit? So in order to get the the blessing, so to speak, you have to ask that person, and if they say yes, you can do that, then they won't sue you. Mm. Hence the reason that Paulie's never been sued. Ric Flair actually gave him the permission to use it. And they kind of um, look alike too, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they're friends in real life. So, um, you know, it's one of those things, like, once you ask that permission, it's kind of a, you know, blessing to do. So So I think Polly was running for mayor, too, or something, and Ringgold or some governor or something. It was mayor. Because I saw saw his face everywhere. Every time I drive by Ringgold and stuff. Do you vote for him? I don't live. Chickamauga and Ringgold's not the same district, dude? No. What what um, else? So... How did the training go? Whenever you decided to finally get into it, and you decided to try it. Where, where was your first step in? So the first step was just the basics. Like what was your first day? Do you walk into wrestling school? And you go into you like what gym did you go into? How old? Well, it was it was actually um, you know, it was weird, over dude. in Chatsworth. Um, it was at Renegade Championship Wrestling is where I was trained at. And so the first thing, the first day that I did, it was just basically learning how to run the ropes and take a bump. So how to fall properly without hurting yourself. Um, because if you if you don't land, you, you could really fuck yourself up. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you forget to breathe out on your way down, you're going to knock the breath out of yourself. And then you're just laying there. Breathe as you fall. 
Yeah, because it's such a out. it's such okay. an unnatural thing to just okay. throw yourself on the ground. Dude. Yeah, and that's what you have to learn to do. So before before you can actually throw anybody, you got to learn how to take it yourself. That makes sense. Um, and how to fall yourself, because at the end of the day, it's it's kind of a dance. So you're you're in there with a dance partner, and you're putting on this show, and people are like, "Oh, wrestling's fake." Well, yeah, so is all your fucking Marvel movies that you guys like. Yeah, yeah. Ha- no, I mean, I mean, Iron Man's real. <laughs> Iron Man's real. You know, half of them shits a CGI. Like what we do out there, you know, our punches pulled, some of them kicks pulled, some of them chair shots. Fuck no, concrete can't fake it. So I mean, it's. Yeah. You know, gravity sucks. What does a chair? What does a chair shot to the head feel like, dude? To the head. All right. So you ever been to a concert and the speakers have been really loud and your head's oh, ringing? Oh. Amplify that. Like it, imagine that with the worst possible hangover. Oh, God. And that's for one. And then if homie don't, if he doesn't aim right, dude, he's hitting you with the edge of that chair and that shit must uh, fucking. It, it fucking sucks. So I was in. Uh, I was in one wrestling match. And uh, I told the guy, you know, no chairs, none of that shit. Like, I don't play that shit. I don't want to do it. Nothing. So we we go to the ring. It's a fatal four-way match. And it's for the Fighting for Autism, like, heavyweight championship thing, right? It's a big charity event. So I go out to the ring with the dude, and it's uh, it's TKO. And so I'm out there laying, you know, and I'm I'm selling the whole shit. I'm laying there on the floor, and I'm on all fours, right? And I hear clink. And I went, oh. I looked up at the, the fan that was right in front of me, and I was just like, fuck. And then, bam, right on my fucking back. And it, he's, I mean, he was swinging for the fences. So it put me flat, and I start to get back up, and he hit me again. I said, that's cool. I got you. I got you. You know, so he goes to swing at me again. I take the chair, and I throw it down. So we get over to uh, near the, where the bathrooms are in the arena, and the bleachers are like hard fucking wood. Like it's damn near concrete. Mm. And he goes running at me and I use his momentum against him and I catch him in the rock bottom and I go up and I drive him to that fucking wood. He is out. Like cold. Not fuck. Jeez. I mean, he's fucking snoring. And then I look up and I'm like, Fuck, I gotta pin him in the ring to eliminate him. So you gotta oh, pick his ass up. So like, no, I fucking left him there. Oh. So I, I start crawling back to the ring, you know, and, and eventually he wakes up and he starts going in there. So Fuck. then just to add a little insult to injury, because again, I said no chair shots. Mm. He comes running at me and I spear his ass. Fuck. I spear him, his head bounces off the concrete again. Oh. God. Damn. Again. It, I mean, oh the, the chair God. shots suck. I mean, you told him before the match, like, yeah, he's no, being a dick. You know, no, no. Do you guys like no t- chair shots? Do you guys man. talk after that and do it? Yeah, yeah, but we're cool now. Yeah, but it's just like, <laughs> was he pissed then? Not. I mean, he's, he's like, like, he's like yeah, 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 I deserve I that. I was more pissed than he yeah. was yeah. because I mean, it's, it's one of those things like, like my back. I'm a, I'm a big dude, and so with all the weightlifting and stuff, my back's kind of jacked anyway. The bigger yeah. they are, the harder they fall. Uh, dude. Yeah. So and then you add on top of that all this wrestling shit, and I can barely fucking move anymore. Nah, that's, that's rough. Because I mean, what you guys do it's like real athleticism, and it really mm-hmm. is putting your body like, yeah, you know, in danger. Yeah. And, and and like, so if you and I have a wrestling match, because I've oh, heard I that you've been get, to wrestling school, what? Get smoked, dude. <laughs> you know. So, but like, I would not trust you to body slam me. No, <laughs> no way. But I would trust could. myself. But you could. 
because I'm going to help you do it. Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, would you trust me to body slam you? Yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that, that went a little differently than what <laughs> no, I was saying. Yeah, yeah. He loves, he loves yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. He loves wrestling. He'll do anything. 100%. But you yeah. won't let me chop you. Yeah, it's different, dog. I felt like the top, the top is a top, dog. That's... Nah, dude, can't fake that noise, dog. Can't fake that noise. <laughs> no, those chops suck. Um, <laughs> like, like you would go home and your girl would be like, "Who's fucking handprints on you?" <laughs> and it'd be like, "It's this big dude, Dwayne." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dwayne, and you're gonna be like, "Name a girl's hand that's this fucking <laughs> nah, big, okay?" Nah, it's gonna be like, "Shit, I, I knew he was gay the whole time." <laughs> he's cheating, I mean, girl. Shit, man, if girl, I did, he's cheating on me with a motherfucking name, Dwayne. Look at this. Look, look. Look how I mean. Yeah, that's some chest. That is gone. That's some solid chest. That's a solid chest. Well, all I felt was the sternum right there. So I wasn't flexing. I wasn't flexing, dude. So then, and, and when you're going into you, you had the idea of like I'm gonna do one and done, one match. Yeah, you're like, you one just and wanted done, to, and, yeah. and that's it. And then like seven fucking years later, I finally, I still haven't had my official retirement match that I really want. Um, well, good because I'm you out. <laughs> <laughs> this is it right here. Here we go. Here we go. Tyler, get ready, man. Don't, um, you don't be mad, dog. Doing like a, a vlog, like an SOB vlog. Like, Kelvin uh, goes to wrestling school for real. For like a week. solid month. Dude, you don't know be crazy if we do a wrestling match, dude. You guys dude, want me that out would to the be ring? So dude, if it would be cheating and shit, I'd be having me fucking chairs. <laughs> Not the referee is knocked down. Yeah. Man, just throw just run, in the chair. Run, hit him with a triple fucking power slam and shit. Dude. Dude, that would be power bomb, not power slam. What the, what the fuck is a power slam? Dog? That sounds like a I know, power slam is a, is a... That's what uh, Randy Orton does. Ah, uh, got you, got you, got you, got you. God, Randy, right? Randy stud, huh? Yeah, and them is fucking he's godly, dog. Oh, I've heard, I've heard a lot of things today. If he's cool with you, he's cool with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's only if he's cool with you. Most main event motherfuckers are assholes, though, no? No. Uh, no. Um, John I mean, Cena seems like a great guy. Cena's a good dude as long as you're not in competition with him in the same company. Mm. Other than that, he's good. That's what, that's what me and him fell, fell out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's talk about his fucking hair right now. Dude. Oh, it is. It's gone. I, I, I just saw that. Too. Are you talking about that dad haircut? Yeah. Oh, what fuck, the fuck man. is that? I think, like, I think they were talking about his bald spot. Yeah, I think yeah, he's about his bald spot coming in. Back yeah. Oh, I mean, started. That, that might be. That Give him about three waste. years. He's gonna look like me. So yeah. he got enough money. He can get like, hair plug in. Yeah, yeah. true. He can plug that shit. That up. dude is huge. Yeah, he he yeah. he, he looks like a little like. And he's always stocky, his body's dude. always looked the same since he started. I feel like his body's never changed. It's never changed. He's been man. the same size, same everything. So like you met him like like you seen him in person. No, I've not. I've not met Cena. I've met a lot of dudes over the years. Honestly, man, my my absolute other than Gallows, my absolute favorite person to really sit down and chill with is Glacier. Do y'all remember Glacier from WCW? We told his, I've showed you this. Remember his entrance with the snow? He had the, he had the, the oh, mask. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's my dude. Ray is fucking phenomenal. I love that man. That dude is so cool. Yeah. Why did they give him the whole motor combat? Like, what, what happened there? He was just like, like one day he just came to work. He was like, hey, dude, you're gonna be a you're going to be a Mortal Kombat guy. Kind of, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, but Ray is one of the most oh, down-to-earth, yeah. humble dudes you would ever meet. He's one of our ambassadors with Fighting for Autism. And, um, you know, I mean, this this dude is... Y'all cuddling over Sorry. there? Sorry. No, 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 oh, he's trying to flex. Yeah. No, my bad. I, mean, I just fucking... Yeah. Dumbasses. <laughs> Thought so. Sorry. And he, and he still fights as Glacier? Yeah. But doesn't, like, WCW own their name? No, he does. How? He 
he ended up getting the name when the company was bought. Somehow he ended up purchasing his own name. Yeah, somebody's like, "Oh, but yeah, he's he's one of the coolest dudes, man. Like, That's awesome, dudes man. Ever. Um, how do you pick your name, dude? Titan. I I don't even know how the fuck I, I can tell you how I got money. I can't fucking tell you how I got Titan. I really don't remember. I mean, no last name, no first name, just no, Titan. No, I, I I don't know if I got hit in the head that night or <laughs> or what because i was going by Dwayne smith you know for for a while and then all of a sudden the titan thing just came along huh mm-hmm. um and my tag team partner uh we had a little gimmick generation iron and it was i mean it was a blatant ripoff of dx <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, but yeah. it was just two meatheads who were dumb as a box of rocks but could pop the crowd yeah. you know um but man, we did we 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 did skits on on like YouTube and Facebook and man, we had a lot of fun with that shit. I can see that because Titan sounds more like a tag team name, like Adam and Hawk. Yeah, you know what I'm and, saying and like, he, like he went by Natty Daddy Brent Banner, and I was just <laughs> oh Titan. my god, yeah, so you had the longest name in wrestling history. You had the shortest, the shortest name. name in wrestling. Well, <laughs> that is such. I just a, called his ass Banner. Like Banner. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a here. great name, Natty Daddy. Well, Dude, that's, I mean, that's if, some you, good. if you see a picture of him. Uh, this dude's fucking just jacked. And every, every locker room we've ever been in, it's, man, what kind of steroids you take? Mm. But he's all natural. He like, I've watched this dude, like, when we worked together at the gym, because we used to work together at a gym. And so this dude would literally, like, crack open eggs and fucking Stallone their asses. Shit. And, and I'm just like, nasty motherfucker, how do you do that? Wow, you why know? you got three eggs in your pocket right now, <laughs> man? Yeah, yeah. It's like, the, okay, first of all, where the fuck did that come <laughs> <Yeah>. from? <laughs> you know, I understand people, you know, we always talk about the webbles, but you ain't supposed to fucking carry yeah, 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 yeah. in your what pocket, that, man. <laughs> then you're going to drink the shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's a cool-ass dude, man. We, we've we talked about getting together. Um, even Ray is, Ray loves tag-teaming with us. Like, he, he says it reminds him of the old-school WCW days. Um... You know, it's uh, when we went to St. Peter's and we tagged together up in Missouri. Um, he 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 just fucking loves us, man. And uh, he he's very serious. Like he takes his character and wrestling very serious. We don't. Like yeah. we we yeah. are very much like the guys that are going to fuck around and steal bags and hide them. And yeah. you know, we're we're the little pranksters, right? So. We're, we're getting ready to go out there, and I was supposed to be the one that, that started the match, right? So we're backstage, and I was like, all right, so so how are we going to do this? And, you know, Banner's like, well, why don't we do the paper, rock, scissors thing? You know, you do um, you do rock, I'll do paper. And then Ray just goes, <sighs> he's like, are we seriously doing this again? Because we made him do it the first time we tagged yeah. with him. And we've tagged with him. This, this was our second time. And I was like, Hell yeah, it pops the crowd every time. And he was like, I'll do it up here on one condition. He's like, I get to be the dad and just mess it all up. I'll be the big brother and just mess it all up. And we're like, all right, bet. So we're out there and we're all three standing in the ring. We're loosening up. You know, we got the heels on the other side. We're the baby faces. And then we all look at each other and I looked at Brent and I was like, like this. So Brent does this and we go one, two, and Glacier goes enough he's like you get in the ring you get out here with me and i was like but i don't wanna yeah. you know and he wasn't expecting that so he kind of cracked a grin and was like you in the ring you out here with me so we were yeah. like okay you know and we you know brent's like okay man and we bump fists he mopes out of the ring you know and glacier he 
we're trying to pop him. We're trying to get him to break character. Yeah. And, and we almost had him, but he kept it. Yeah. That's awesome. And, that, and that's like a, that's like a wrestling thing, right? Where you like, you always want to make the other guy kind of like smirk a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like a win. little win. When Brent and I were, were, before we started tagging together, we were actually enemies. And we, we didn't like each other, like, you know, as far as the story goes. And uh, I, he was like, we were backstage one night and we were sitting beside each other and he was like, all right, man. So what are you going to say when you get out there? I don't know. You know, and I'm putting my gear on. And he's like, well, what do you mean you don't know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, whatever pops in here is going to come out here, man. Like, right. I don't rehearse Shooting my from shit, the hip. You know? Shooting from the hip. And he's like, I've never done that before. I said, you're going to learn today. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, we get out there and I've got uh, Shane. Shane Williams was his name. And Shane has never broken character. Ever. Like, dude is stone cold in character when he's in that building. And so like, you know, I worked at gold's gym and Brent worked at core one. And so we were doing like a gym versus gym thing. So when he, he comes out and I, I was trying to prolong it cause I had actually promised my wife, we would go out of town and I forgot about it. So we booked the match on the weekend. I was supposed <clears throat> to go out of town. So I needed to push it back for like two weeks. Yeah. And so he comes to the ring and he's like two weeks. Two weeks. Is that how long it takes a Gold's Gym trainer to get ready for a wrestling match? He's like, look at me. And I cut him off. I said, listen, you core one hobbit. <laughs> Brent broke character. Shane broke character. <laughs> and I'm still standing here and I'm, I'm like the rock, man. I'm giving yeah. him the third degree with it. Yeah. So then he gets in the ring and he was like, you don't need two weeks when you look like this. And he flexed real big. He's like, you're always ready. And I looked at him for a minute and I went, Hell, son, I would look like that, too, if I only had to move everything two inches. <laughs> the crowd popped again, and Shane goes, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I popped him twice in one night. Oh, yeah. Uh, how, how does the the booking work for, like, these matches? Like, do you, like, as far as what I say, like, different companies that you're going through yeah, to get I mean, matches? Yeah, different companies book you different ways. Um, we've I'm, never been a heel, ever. Yeah. Like the one time I attempted, that's crazy. To be I feel like you look like I feel like you as a wrestler look like the, would look like the bad guy. You would think that, yeah, yeah. But everybody <laughs> cheers me. Like I can get the crowd behind me faster than ninety percent of the guys in the locker room. Yeah. So for like the people who don't know, like you baby mind like describing what the yeah, heel yeah. and the so, babyface is. So the baby face is the good guys, and the heels are the bad guys. The heels are those dirty, rotten little assholes that mm. everybody won't see to get their ass kicked. Yeah. yeah. But we we. We actually play heels, but we do it so comically that people pop for us. Tweeners, dog. They call them tweeners. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what we are. In between. Tweeners. You're in between, yeah, tweeners. Mm. In between the baby face and the heel. Somewhere. Like the, our first time together. Compared to this fucking interview, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, mean I, I, I know. was a Harry Potter, and then I just came here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know, like some, like you know, obviously I know the heels and the baby face turns, but. Um, yeah, man, that, that's that's mad. And then, so you did that for seven years. Seven years. Well, so where all did you wrestle? Uh, I mainly wrestled in Chatsworth. I went to Ringgold a few times. I've been to Missouri twice, uh, a couple of places in Tennessee. Uh, but it's mainly been in Chatsworth. But I have traveled a little bit outside of there. Never so, been, you never been called in to be like enhancement talent or anything or like I would say no. Like be an extra or nothing. I would say no. Oh my god, I'll say yes. So bad, dude. Uh, no. I, <laughs> What does that mean? To do what? So WWE or, or AEW will use local talent when they go to an arena for security or um, 
like squash matches and shit. Oh, okay. Because you know how to take the bump. You know how to take a hit. So, you know, the if you if you go back and watch any of the old stuff with security, when they're taking the punches, if you'll go back and look and then look at the wrestlers now, mm. a lot of those guys are now on the roster. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, it's it's a little, little side thing. I'm proud of you, man. You <laughs> shit. So, like, do you still go to, like, the, I guess, like, the wrestling scene around here? I haven't been, well, I haven't been since all this uh, COVID shit started. Um, you know, I got two special needs sons. I got three boys. The, the two youngest ones are special needs. Um, you know, my wife and all that at home. So, I ain't trying to bring all that home with me. So, I just, right. I don't fucking go nowhere. Yeah. Like, so, my life is so boring. Well, I wouldn't say boring because I love my family. So it's not really boring. But like my life never changed with the pandemic. When everybody else went on lockdown, I'm like, oh shit, welcome to my life. Because no. <laughs> we never fucking go anywhere. Right? Yeah. You know, we, we prefer to stay at home where our, you know, my kids can be comfortable and things like mm. that. So when the whole country went on lockdown, we're like, welcome to my life, bitches. You know? <laughs> right. So when was your last match? Uh, August 2019. Oh, in St. Peter's, Missouri. That, was, that wasn't too long ago, then. Dude, we got to take you out of retirement, mm-hmm. dude. We're taking you out, dude. That's it. Book it. Uh, no, we got to do a promo. We got to call him out. We got to answer, dog. We got to answer. I'm telling you, when we get old, we get so... Dude, Yo, the Crescent, the Crescent actually hosted a Midget Wrestling not too long ago, so I'm pretty sure we can book Small people, out. please, George. Small people. Know, they they uh, called him Midget Wrestling. Called. Yeah. Dude, one, dude, one dude was dressed like Mario. Yeah. Like, he was just... Yeah. Uh, he like... What? For midget wrestling, where do they find so many midgets, dude? <laughs> That's I, true. I've never seen... I've, I've seen maybe like two midgets my whole life, dude. So... Yeah. So that's his question. Yeah. Um, where do you find the midgets? I'm, I'm where do you find the midgets? <laughs> Where's the midget land at, dude? I am, I'm going to answer you the only way I know how. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Fucked if I know. <laughs> Bro, I thought you were going to say at the, end of, at the end of a rainbow, dude. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. Fuck, dude. Now we lost well, all the midget done. viewers. Dude. We have one, one at least midget one. viewer we got. I work with We could just call them half a viewer, dude. Oh, Fuck. my God. <laughs> now the other half are fucking gone. Come on, that was this dude. Motherfucker. Come <laughs> on. That was this motherfucker. All right, so go on, me. Go on, going back to your, like... <laughs> it your, wasn't them. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Going back to your, like, your, uh, your DJ days. I heard that you, like, DJ for, like, D4L or... Like, how, how'd you go yes. into that? Yo, RIP, right. RIP so, Shawty Love one time. Oh, Shawty Love? You're, you're going to flip the fuck Shorty, out. Shawty Love's dead. Shawty Love passed Yeah, Shawty Love's been dead for a few years. What? Yeah. No get idea. Your, yeah. Well, I, I, feel, I feel so unprepared, dude. I feel like I'm... So, Shorty Love's dead, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to tell y'all a little story. What's his, what's his name? Todd, like, Todd Shaw or something? Nah, dude, that's, that's, that, that's, that movie, that's that movie with The Rock, dude. Hobbs and Shaw. She That's what you're right. thinking about. You're right. I'm bad. I always get those right. so confused all the time. Yeah. Shoddy Low and the Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the movie Hobbs and no, Shaw. Just, just Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> and Shoddy Low, he gets him confused. Yeah, you're my bad. My bad. How the fuck that happens? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Only this guy. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've DJed for, for D4L. I. Uh, I know, man. It's like ah, you're good, you're good, you're good. No, he just like he does that to every, he does that to every yeah. guest. Yeah. yeah, are you just trying to hear you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what he wants? Uh, I mean, damn, I know I'm ugly. I don't want to break your fucking phone. Or nothing. Um, but uh, so yeah, like I was DJing in Rome, and um, at this club Caliente or Caliente Club. I can't remember the, how they worded it. Is that right? But I can't I can't remember how they worded it. But yeah. I was DJing down there 
And somehow, some way, I ended up catching, just like when I was down here in Miami Club, you know, ended up catching the ear of somebody. And um, I ended up DJing with D4L, Franchise Boys, what? Boys in the Hood, Jody Breeze, Young Jeezy. What? Um, oh, fuck, man. Um, damn, I'm trying to remember everybody. A lot of motherfuckers. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, so like all the heavy hitters from like yeah, all I like it though. Like the Dungeon the family, South. like all that shit. Yeah. And what's crazy is like I didn't know. I mean, like so the Dungeon family, for instance. Y'all know that song. I pull out sideways. We get ripped to this. We do hundred on the highways. Ripped to this. Huh. I can't play it because it could copyright. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I'll play it for y'all after. So, okay. so like this one dude, right? Like now, I had my bouncer. Shout out to my personal bouncer because that motherfucker should. He makes me. Shout out to him. I mean this with the utmost respect. <clears throat> made me look like him. Oh, no, so you, Dominican. you got a bouncer. Makes you look yes. Dominican. <laughs> so like, you got hey, were you, you, weren't, you weren't big yet at the time, right? No, or? no, no, no. Like the picture I showed y'all earlier, yeah, that's yeah. about how big I was oh, back okay, then. Okay. Um, but this dude is a fucking monster. Like he, there's a picture of him that I'll show you guys after this. And his name hey, is hey, Brazy. Like we, we called him Brazy. Yo, shout out Brazy. And um, this, he's standing next to a fridge. And he makes the fridge look small. Damn. That's like, dude's a dude. fucking monster. Damn. I even brought him up to wrestling one night just to fuck with people. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's like, he's huge. He's just jacked. He's a big-ass fucking power lifter. And, Why hasn't um, he got into wrestling? He actually did that night. Oh, he gave he, somebody a choke slam. And, like, he, he yeah. wanted to – he asked me, he's like, you still doing the wrestling thing? I'm like, yeah. He's like, can I come up and choke slam somebody? Like, I, I, <laughs> he's like – just, just, my, a, just had a bad day. He's like, my son's really into wrestling, and I just think oh, this will be an awesome moment for me and him. And I'm like, I got you. Come up. I'll teach you how to do it. So he drove up. He First thing, it's like, you're going to learn how to fall today. So I made him learn how to take the bumps so he knew how to make this person land without hurting them. Right. And so at the end of the night, you know, we... Uh, they start to jump Brent and I, and he gets in the ring, crowd fucking pops for him. His son's sitting in the crowd. That's my dad. So he came know? from out of, from the crowd? No, he was like in the, like he walked oh, okay. us to the ring. Okay, okay. Um, and of course, you know, Brent jumps on his back like a little kid. And he's doing this shit. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, but he's out there with us, you know, and he's banging on the side of the yeah. ring, getting the crowd amped up for us. But like when they started jumping us, as soon he steps over the top rope to get in the ring. Damn. Crowd fucking pops. He grabs dude by throat, picks him up, throws him down, does like this, you know. And I mean, crowd's fucking loving it. His boy is going nuts. That's awesome, you know. And, awesome. and he was just like, I'll always treasure that moment, man. I'm like, look, you know how many times you, you know, you saved my ass back in the day. You damn yeah. right, I'm gonna pay you back. But he, uh, man, I was going somewhere with that fucking oh, shit. Um, um, franchise DJ. boys, all yeah, the all yeah, those yeah. DJing. So, so like, he he always traveled with me wherever I went. Dude was with me. We, we, I mean, we were like brothers. We, we fought over where we were going to eat at, all this shit. Mm. Dude's a cool dude. But since you mentioned Shawty Lowe and you brought up D4L, I got to tell y'all this. And this is the surprise that I, you guys, they have no idea what's about to come. That's what's in the, in the so bag. So that's what's in the bag. Dude, you about to fuck so us, dude. This dude, <laughs> y'all, y'all are about to, in wrestling terms, mark the fuck out. <laughs> Fuck. That's a wrestling so, term. Oh shit! Uh, when right. I was when oh, I was yeah, DJing no, with no, D4L, uh huh. Shawty Low, he, these have always been my favorite Jordans, Jordan Elevens. Right. Shawty Low gifted me a pair of custom Jordan Elevens. I am the only person that has these. What? And they're in your bag. 
What? Oh, no. Oh, it's a Yo. midget. Oh my god. I didn't even touch him, honestly, dude. Nah, they're shrink wrapped. You're good. I feel like that actually they just lost value because I touched them, dude. So you used to like wear them when you used to DJ? Mm hmm. But there's a pair of 11s that have sort of this, sort of this color scheme, no? No. They're, well, I mean, it's, it's red. So mm. there's a bread colorway. But that's the only black and greens that exist. How much would that like? How much would that those run for? I don't know. I mean, I've had people offer me a couple grand for those shoes. I'll never get rid. That of them. is so crazy. Look, like, I mean, I mean, they look used and stuff, but like, they still look new. We need to get a good picture from so we could put it up here. That is mad. Okay, so how how do you? Because you sell sneakers, you're, yeah, right. I mean, you gifted us these beautiful sneakers. How'd you get into that? Just so, like one of your many hustles. So, honestly, like I was sitting there and, and the, the Jordan 11s that I mentioned. Yeah, there um, you go. Yeah. So the Jordan 11s I mentioned earlier, the Concords, um, I wore them out last year. And oh, so. Just in case, dude. Just in case. <laughs> oh, dropping something on them? Yeah. They're, they're okay. shrink wrap, man. Oh, they're no, shrink no, wrap. No. Okay. Um, Let's go. So. I wanted another pair of Concords. And so I, I'm I always, like I said earlier, like I never pay full price for anything. Everything I get's a hustle. I'm gonna hustle whoever for whatever. Right. Cause I mean, I know so many people, like I could hook you up. So it's kind of an exchange thing that that I do. So but I wanted I wanted another pair of Concord elevens, which is what I've got on my feet today. And so I was like, man, you know, so I hit up my old graphic designer buddy. And I'm like, didn't you say you had a sneaker plug? And he's like, yeah. I was like, well, where are they at? I need to get in contact with them. Do they have Concords? Fuck, I don't know. Give them a call. So he put me in touch with them. Well, that dude, he had the Concords, which are the ones that I'm wearing. But for the price I paid for them, I'm like, I can get them better. So I just keep networking and then got a factory direct connect. Wow. Damn. Like, just like over like just talking with people yeah. or like so it's like like ultimately like let's say this is it so i know that eventually i'm going to get to him so i'm gonna get to know you to get to know you to get to him mm. so that's that's just the way i work but then he's gonna send you right back to me <laughs> but like, so, and this brings us to SummerSlam. <laughs> you think you're ready, brothers? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought he was. Just, I don't know. I just yo, thought he was having an aneurysm. Yo, I thought he was just. We need you to do. We, we need you to do do something for us, man. Even though you already did so much for us. Oh, fuck. We need you to cut. We need you to cut a promo about our sponsor, Big's Axe, dude. So, oh, is axe so eight twenty-five Chattanooga Avenue. Chattanooga Avenue. Ooh. Oh, hey, coming from the Stanley Oni Boys here. Ever want to throw some axes? Do you live in the Northwest Georgia area? Well, right here in Don Georgia, we have Big Axe Throwing. At Big's Axe, you can bring all your family and friends and throw axes. You can even play Jenga like my boy Don right here. Hey, Don from Stanley Oni Boys. Here at Big's Axe, we're better known, better and friendly. Nothing like having a couple beers, throw a couple axes with your friends. Isn't that right, Griffin? Oh, hey, it's Griffin. And when you hear your first bullseye here at Big Zach's, you get Vikinged up and you get a picture go on the wall. 
And we also have seasonal leagues where people can come out and participate in an eight-week league event for a chance to win some medals and, and uh, medallions. So make sure you come check them out at 825. Chat to me out. We're just not a business. We're a family. Why well, yes, I do got twists on bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Alright, so they've been showing off. Show yours. Now nah, they're in the box, man. The He's box. got his fucking wow. shit hidden. Like his shit wow. is hidden. I, I love this. I just I'm gonna do this. The old man just like the God. first like dude. You'd be out like at night. He's like, hey, hey, you're, hey, look, excuse me? <laughs> nah, hello? Yeah, I'm hard as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm just putting, I'm putting these on the fucking table, dude. I'm done playing with you motherfuckers. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> these things are games. Shit, dude, put one upside down just so I can see the bottom. I did, I did. I came here with no shoes. Actually, I came here with. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I came here with slides. I'm no, like, we I'm went, getting shoes. We went to go get coffee before we came. I was like, Are you? I was like, What the fuck are you wearing? And just slides. And he's like, We're supposed to get shoes today. What the fuck? <laughs> Why would you? You guys are. Uh, you guys look dumb. You're just gonna take your shoes off and wear other shoes. Hey, that was walking around with two pairs of <laughs> yeah. shoes. What's now wrong you, with you? Now you guys just look stupid. Oh fuck. So <laughs> you still, you still DJing? No, I have I haven't DJed. In 12 years. Uh, I retired at age 25, actually. Damn. Your peak. Your peak, dog. That's it. Nah, it wasn't a peak. Well, All right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, like, it's, it's one of those things, like, so I, I set goals for myself, right? Right. And I'm like, I've got to accomplish this. Mm-hmm. Once I accomplish the goal, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing else to prove. Goals, goals is a... Because you got to get get somewhere. You got to do something. Yeah. Yeah, the reason you're doing it. And if you're there, you already got it, well, that's it. So, like, yeah. at age 25, when, like, you, like, retired from DJing, were you still, like, DJing for, like, D4L and, like, No, uh, I'd kind of slowed down on that. I mean, I still kept in touch with some of the guys. Um, but when I walked away, I knew that if I didn't stop talking to them, that I would never walk away. Mm. Um, so, I, I mean, even even with me, like, doing the production, doing the rapping part, um, I walked away from it all. Yeah. Like I, I didn't do anything. I just dropped my first album since then in February. That's February, um, yeah. mm-hmm. which sure. is the bottom of the bottle video yeah, that yeah, I sent yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I basically Sorry, went down a very very dark path. Like um, I was I was ready to end my own life. Wow! And um, a buddy of mine happened to call me and say, hey, man, are you home? And I said, yeah. And he's like, cool. My, my wife and I are going to stop by and see you. Since you didn't get to see our new baby, we're going to bring him by and let you meet him. And I was just like, I'm, I'm literally sitting in my office at my house, and I've got a gun and a bottle of vodka. Wow. Oh, my God. And he calls me. Wow. Right? So I had, just one, I had lost my job where I was working. I was behind on every fucking thing. And I was like, you know, they're going to be better off. Wow. So he does that, right? And uh, he stops by and he sees me. And, you know, he wanted to start his own business years ago. And I I believed in what he was going to do because I've seen so many entrepreneurs come in and, and make something out of themselves. So I brought him on board with the security company I was working with then and so I brought him on board, got him going, put him in the right little directions on 
talk to this person, talk to that person. Um, you know, I was one of the few people that actually like he shot a music video for somebody and I was like, I'll come be in your music video. I'll be an extra, you know, just to show my support. And he's yeah. like, dude, that's thank you. You know? Yeah. Um, so as him, as his wife was packing the little boy in the car, he hands me an envelope and there's a card. And he was like, wait till we leave to open it. I was like, all right, bet. So I go in there back in the office after they leave and I sit down, got everything in front of me. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to read the card. So I read the card and the card said, if you could get paid for what you do for people, you would be a millionaire. And there was a check inside the card that caught all my bills up. Wow. Wow. And I never told him about that I was behind. Never. I mean, I never talked about it. Yeah. But there was a check to catch all my bills up. Damn. And I, I just looked up and I went, all right, I hear you. I got you. Yeah. So I put everything up. Damn. Man, crazy. that is, oh, so that is awesome. Let's um, talk about a sign. Yeah, man. And, and so like, you know, a couple of years went by and, um, Jelly Roll released the song Save Me. Oh, great song. Yeah. And great I was song. like, I was like, man, I fucking love this song. Like it's it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Right. And it's rare that I'm gonna say a song is beautiful, but that fucking song, that song is beautiful. Is, it is yeah. it is. And so I was nah, like, I, I want to do something like that to tell my story. And so um I was on YouTube and I topped in a uh, jelly roll top beats with a hook. Because <laughs> yeah. I haven't done yeah. music yeah. in so long. You can put like, type B anything on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put microwave type B, dog. You're going to get a beep, beep. You know? yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so like I, I sit there and and I found the, you know, found the beat for bottom of the bottle, had the hook on it because I'm like, I, I'm out of the game for so damn long. There's no way I'm writing a fucking hook. Like that hook's going to fucking suck. So um, I found it, you know, uh, Mike, Big Mike, I uh, was the one that did it. I contacted him. How much for the beat? He gave me an amount. I paid him. Um, and, and here we go. You know, so I was like, I called my buddy up, my my producer that I brought in. Because usually I was so hands-on, I wouldn't let nobody touch my shit. Right. Like, Felix was the only person that ever made a track and produced it that I wasn't standing right over their shoulder. Or I didn't do myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, you know, I, I was like, fuck it, man. I'm, I'm going to let you do this for me. I just want to tell my story. You produce it. I'm going to tell the story. You do what you do. And he's like, you're actually going to trust me with shit? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, fuck, man. He's like, yeah. this is a heavy burden because your name is there, yeah. you know. So, uh, so I was, he was like, well, let me hear the first verse. So, I, man, I probably wrote a 32-bar verse, right? And, uh, you know, just telling my story. And uh, he calls me and he was like, yo, money, uh, this ain't going to work. What the fuck you mean it ain't going to work? <laughs> He's like, it's too long. Won't fit. No, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. He's like, nah, I'll, I'll make it work. And I was like, all right. So he took all my shit, like a 32-bar verse, and fit it into like a 12-bar verse, right? And so I, I wrapped it, and he was like, now what you going to do for verse two? I said, motherfucker, I gave you a 32-bar <laughs> yeah. verse. He's like, yeah, but I can condense, condense. So what are you going to do for verse two? A feature. 
He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I had no choice, but I did it. And then the video was shot um, where my grandparents used to live in Cahutta. Put it up here. We'll put it up here. So, yeah. Um, but uh, so I had lost my grandmother earlier last year. So, you know, when we when everything was coming together with the with the song and stuff later on in the fall of last year, I had lost my grandmother earlier that year. And I'm like, well, if we're going to do a video for it, there's only one place to do it. So I called the owners who own the property and I'm like, can I come and film there? And they're like, yeah. So they gave me basically gave me the keys of the kingdom, man. I was up there on the farm filming and, you know, I I mean, I'm shooting the shot. Uh, of me putting the gun to my head, you know, in in my grandmother's bedroom. So you went you know. inside the house. Yeah, they so let me in like the house. Yeah. Did you just call. What do you What do you say? Can I come film? <laughs> you told me it's your grandmother's house, or they knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, man. Because yeah, um, like at the beginning, like you're like you're pretending like drink and drive, and like you stumble yeah. into the house and stuff. Yep. And it's it's a brutal video. Like <laughs> I, I've had I've had several people reach out to me, and was like. You know, thank you for doing this because not a lot oh. of people talk about this stuff. Yeah, and you know, of course, in the back of my head, I'm going, "Shit, I just did it for me." Yeah, like man. I wasn't trying to do nothing for nobody else. I was yeah. just trying to do it for me, for my own sanity. But it's um, it's a powerful little video. I didn't realize the impact it was going to have until after. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it's pretty brutal. Now the the fun fact is the guy that I mentioned earlier that brought me the card, mm-hmm. basically saved my life. It's Brandon K. Wood, the guy that owns Brandon K. Wood Photography and Video. Yeah. I told him the story the day before he filmed that. Wow. Damn. So, and like, he was just like, yo, that's the day we went over to your house. Yeah. He's like, I didn't know none of this shit. No. He, I mean, he was floored. <laughs> like, he, he was telling his wife, you know, and, and the next day he's having to film me putting a gun to my head. Yeah. Damn, man. But that's so, the things. Like, you never know what's... I, I saw this, like... Like I think the little Instagram reel or whatever, where it's like, where it's like, when a when a guy says, when you ask a guy how he's doing, he's just like, I'm alright. Like you never know what that person's going through. So it's like it's always like if somebody's your boy or like you're close to somebody, you're like, hey, how you doing? Like I'm alright. Like bro, how you doing, dog? You know what I'm saying? Nope. Hit him with that second one because you really don't know, you know how they're. Yeah, hit him with that second punch, dude. Yeah. No, no, like the second, how you doing? Don't punch yeah. him. Oh, okay, okay, my bad, my bad. You could, but <laughs> you come out to your own entrance music. <laughs> Uh, so no, uh, when I was wrestling, I came out what? to, well, okay. So here's the story with that. So the, I feel the like song, you probably come out to like some crazy rock shit, dog. A little bit. Come out to some. No, no, no. It's not that bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so what I actually come out to, um, prior to, to the Titan song that you guys got to hear, um, it's hold strong by Rob Bailey and the hustle standard. Which I'll play it for you after you know. Don't put a snippet. Let's we'll put a in here. So I heard some Rob Bailey stuff, and it's always gets little, you pretty hype. Little yeah. Rob? No, no, no. no. Little Rob too. Summer nights. Shout out, Little <laughs> Rob too, though. Uh, but so when I when I said that I was going to do this album, the bottom of the bottle, uh, I got a guy that I call my twin. He's my absolute best friend. Um, our birthdays are the exact same day, a year apart. Like Shit. it's fucking crazy. But we're the real yin yang twins. Like I'm white, he's black. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm the troublemaker. He's the good one. It, you know. Um, but uh, so he was like, "Twin, I want to make you a song to go on this album." And I was like, "All right, cool. Send me, you know, send me whatever. Make sure you have a hook because I fucking suck at hooks." Yeah. 
So he sends me Titan down. And I was just like, fuck, man, that's hard as hell. So now going forward, if I ever wrestle again, I will be coming out to the Which will be in three weeks. <laughs> Get ready. Yeah. Get what, is your, what, what is your wrestling name? Man, I, I never you, you, it was okay. If I go fire, you, you got you got to to after. You guys give me, you guys give me a wrestling name. Man. You have to after little, little fuego. Little fuego, <laughs> bro. Actually, I have a song called Viva la Raza that has an Eddie Eddie Guerrero sample in it. It's hard. It's, I, yeah, I, 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 Felix it. actually sent it to me. Yeah, yeah. We'll show you. We'll show, we had a video. We shot a video too with like lowriders and shit. Hell yeah! It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's yeah, hard. yeah. We'll show you that. Um, wh- what did you decide to get into, like music, the rapping, and then the producing? Because you started as a DJ, then yeah. then did the music, not yeah. As I started as a DJ, uh, and then slowly transitioned into the rap stuff. Uh, it's, it's funny because I mentioned my twin, and so when I I owned a recording studio down in Rome, Georgia, uh, with a, a buddy of mine named Anthony Norman, and um, and so I was down there one day, and you I owned or you still own? Owned. Okay. Uh, I don't have any more. And uh, when I walked away, I walked away. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. sold everything, fuck it. No, no, man. From this interview, man, I, I know you, you're living in a person that's like, I got to go, I do it, all right, I'm out of here. Yep. And he's just like, don't look back. Dude. I just don't, I awesome. don't. Um, I'll keep little remnants, you know, of it. But other than that, I, fuck. it's almost like somebody else's life after I complete my goal. Yeah. Um, but uh, Twin just kept on hounding me. He was like, yo, I want to hear you rap. I want to hear you rap. I want to hear you rap. I'm like, no. I was like so, Kelvin. I was like Kelvin. Kelvin <laughs> begin the booth. So he he finally got me on a track. And I will absolutely say without a shadow of a doubt, it sucked. Nah, your <laughs> first first couple songs always sucked, dude. It was fucking horrible. And then somehow I, I went from this horrible fucking track to an 18 track album. Yeah. And I'm like, what when the fuck? How did that happen? It's 18 it's... tracks. Yeah, it was 18 tracks. Had a lot of features, but it was still 18 tracks. Um and uh it sold fifteen thousand units, like oh, like out of the trunk of a car. Shit. Wow. Yeah. Car. Um and then uh it was called certified, DJ Money Certified. And so I mean it it sold like fucking crazy, man. Dude, yeah, it's something called certified. You gotta get that shit, dude. Certified. And so uh, I did that. Uh, I did a follow-up called The Ascent. Uh, did not do as well. Um, it only had 10 tracks on it, and three of them were from Certified. But it was mm. it was a like a global like release-type deal, but it didn't do as good as what Certified did. And then a couple albums later, um, you know, when I hung it up, I hung it up, came back with Bottom of the Bottle, and then... Uh, I have a I have an entire album that's waiting on a few features. Dude, give me give me a spot, dog. Give me a spot. <laughs> oh, Dude. You want a spot? No, I, I mean, my I, shit's all Spanish. I, it's all Spanish, but I got you. I'll get in there, dog. I'll get in hell, there. I don't care. It, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, Slim. If Slim doesn't do his verse, I got you. All right. I, I got we'll, you we'll, on a we'll put the song. Track. We'll put the song earlier. So like you you'll judge it. If it sucks, you'll be like, I'm sorry. It's not for you, dog. And you just let me no, go. I'm pretty fucking brutal. I, I, I will tell you guys this one story, right? So so I'll, I'll on the DJ stuff, there was this one this one night, man. I'm so thankful Brazy was there with me because these motherfuckers were pissed. So I broke records. Like I was the second DJ to ever have Laffy Taffy. Wow. Like it, it's actually sitting huge. at home. In a frame, yeah. like the original pressing, the the single, 
wow. is sitting at my house in a frame, along with the posters and shit from when, when I was DJing with them. So Defro was what I'm trying to catch up. Defro, Laffy Taffy, what what is the But you can't do it like me. Oh, oh my god. When the video where he puts his like leg over his head. You ever seen that shit? Like, dude. I, I got a funny story on that. Right. Nobody can do it like him, dude. <laughs> Who can right. do it like him? Um so like I was I just got off, I think it was the uh I think it was the young jock tour that I was on and I just got oh. back to Rome. Boy, you say you dropping names like it's and, <laughs> you know, young jog. But I think I think it was him. I think it was his little. We did like a five city tour. I mean, nothing right. that I ever did of it's, was of it's going down, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's going yeah. down seventeen times. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, that's what it felt like. <laughs> I was like, I, I want all the smoke, John Jock. I want all the smoke, dog. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't he don't he got a weird haircut now yeah, too? Man. Yeah. Coming yeah. for your head, dog. Dressed like a girl at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So I was mean, going down with we a don't banger, talk though. Much, but yeah. yes, it was a banger. And when it came out, dude, it was er- it, it went down everywhere. everywhere. It went down dude. everywhere, you could say, dog. And the, I, I swear to God, someone goes to a mall. It's going, it's going down. It's going down. Yeah. What yeah. else is going down? The trap. It's going the down. It's going down. It's going down. Everywhere, everywhere is going down. Anyways, sorry, so no, you're good. You're good. So like, I, I, I think it was that one. But uh, anyway, I got back to Rome, and these guys came up to me, and it was like five of them, right? And they handed me a CD with a hundred dollar bill. Okay. Play my shit. Here's a hundred dollars. Hell no. Nah. This is the top notch shit, right? I mean, they're they're hopping it up, and I was notorious for that. Like, I, I could break your record if I wanted to. Um, if you guys ever heard uh, "Loke Song" by Skinny J, I got oh. my "Loke Song." I yeah. Got oh my yeah, 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 yeah. I broke that. Really? Yes. Like Skinny's my dude. Um, and so I broke that. Like he's actually on this next album that's coming out. Like we did a track together. Oh yeah. So, you know, I I broke that for the, all of the Mob Style crew. Um. So like like I said, I broke records. So this guy hands me this money. He's like, yo, play my shit. Da, 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 da. So I put on like a little pre-made scratching mixtape type shit. It was like five, six songs. And I, I would usually do that if I was either taking a break or like taking a couple of shots with Brazy, you know, some shit like that to relax for a minute. Because I'd be pouring sweat after the club. Right. And so I, I did that and I, I always have four turntables going. So I leaned over to the side and I, I changed my headphones and I'm listening. This was straight fucking garbage. Like the oh. worst fucking shit I have ever heard in my life. Wasn't mixed right. Yeah. It, it was like modern day trap before. Modern day I mean, trap. it was just like. Yeah. I couldn't fucking understand anything. Yeah. And so I never played it. Took the money. Hell yeah. I never played it. <laughs> so at the end of the night, dude comes up and he's like, like two finger pokes me in the fucking head. Right. Yeah. And he's like, you didn't break my record, man. He's like, give me my money back. I was like, man, fuck you. I'm keeping your money. I was like, that's, that's punishment for making me listen to this fucking <laughs> oh garbage. God. And Brazy standing beside me. Like I can hold uh, my own in a fight. Yeah. yeah. But I also got big boy standing right behind me, right? Like, I'm going to swing on you once, and he's going to fuck you up. Yeah. Like, he's going to throw you in. You ever been so mad at a motherfucker, you hit a motherfucker with a motherfucker? 
No, 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 no that's it. brazy on a daily basis. <laughs> like like he f- would just pick the dude up and like with his legs and hit him with another dude, <laughs> <laughs> um, like a chair. Yeah, <laughs> he would use him like a chair shot. Oh, um, I'm telling you, when I showed you guys a picture of him, y'all gonna be like, "Fuck, y'all traveled together." <laughs> we barely fit in cars together. Oh, I, I, I was like this, <laughs> even back then when I was skinny, but. Uh, but he just kept on, oh, no, you're going you gonna to fucking give me my money back or you're going to break my record. I said, you want me to break your record? He's like, I want you to break my record. You want me to break your record? So I took the oh, CD, put it uh, right to his face, and I went, pow. Fuck. Man, you talk about fucking fighting. So <laughs> oh. they were pissed. They started to rush me. Brazy just goes, one, like, just does this and knocks them all out. Damn. So they all stumble out, and Brazy's huh. like, you know we can't leave this parking lot now for about 20 fucking minutes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like... You saw how cool the one hand with the, with the CD was, though? <laughs> that was cool. That was, that was tight, right? Cool. You see remember that? You see the thing? That was hard. And, but yeah, so we had to stay in the club for like 20 minutes just staring at each other like... He just like, just looking, just shaking his head. And he'd just look at me and go... You know I hate you, right? <laughs> like, we can't go, I know, I know. We can't go to one club and fuck something <laughs> up, up, up. Oh, I was notorious for that shit. Oh, like man. fucking notorious. If you booked me, there, there was so. Whenever I was like at the peak when I was doing the tour stuff, yeah. Like it was a minimum of three grand to book me for a night. Fuck. And then it would go to more. So like depending on where I had to travel to, it was either three or five. This is like your mid twenties, like. Were you, you acting like we ain't getting three grand a show too, bro? Come on, man. No, we do. We get in there. <laughs> Come on, George. Seeing is believing, dog. Seeing is believing and we achieving. <laughs> Shout out to Luke Rockhold. So like we, so like I would tell everybody that booked me that, okay, here's the deal. You pay me half up front, half the end of the night. I promise you I'll make them sweat. They'll buy out your fucking bar. You'll be straight. You won't even question the paying me the second half. You're going to make more money than you ever did. And that was always my selling point. I mean, I, I fucking, I made a bar sell out so much one night, all they had left was fucking Sprite. They had no beer, no liquor. All they had was Sprite. They done sold out of Coke, Diet Coke. Damn. Like, and I'm, and I mean, they made like 90 grand that night from Fuck, the bar. That's mad. And all they had to pay me was like 1500 Motherfuckers. So it's like, y'all got all that money, pay me. Right. So I do this I do this one gig and it's is for a club owner. His name was Roger. I remember this shit because if I could <clears throat> he's dead now, but I wanted to punch this motherfucker so bad. So he books me, he pays me half. And I'd already I'd already heard stories because he had booked um Michael Jackson. No <laughs> Mike Jones. Skrillex. Young, it was Young Dro. It was Young Dro he booked. Shoulder lean. Um, yeah, but he didn't, he didn't fucking pay him. He's still leaning. He's sort of still leaning right now. <laughs> like, he didn't fucking pay him. Like, that was T.A. comes, does the show, and he never fucking pays him. So I'd already, the dude already had a reputation. And so, like, but I trusted him because the club that he owned was Caliente, which is where I was, I, that was my home club, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I had taken off, I think I, I think I was on a nonstop, like it's either six months or eight month little thing. Like I was, I'd go from one artist to another artist. Like I was never, ever home on the weekends. I was always somewhere with somebody. So I came back 
And, you know, my going rate with Roger was 1500 But I heard what he did to Dro, so I'm like, okay, well, you're going you're gonna to pay the three grand, right? I'll pay you half up front, half at the end of the night. I said, you better fucking pay me. If not, I will shut this bitch down. He laughed. It was the worst thing to fucking do to me. Damn. So. He killed him. So we get. Wait, oh, it, it, it gets so fucking good, man. This, this is a good story. And I know if Brazy, when, I'm going to tag you in this shit, Brazy, because you're going to comment down below, I fucking hate you. Because <laughs> <laughs> like this, mo- he did. He fucking hated me. He didn't talk to me for like two fucking weeks after this night. So Roger dips halfway through the fucking night. Mm-hmm. And so Brazy goes, you know, Roger just left. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, that's okay. I was like, get ready. And he's like, fuck, man. Because he already knew I was about to shut that club down because I'd already said I'm going to. I'm a man of my word. So I, I play back-to-back like five little John songs, right? You see a bar stool go this way and a table in response. Damn. And the fucking club implodes. Hell yeah. Securities, I mean, they're fighting off everybody. They had to spray the AC vents with the OC oh just to God. get fucking people calm. People start shooting outside the fucking clubs. Brazy and I sit in the DJ booth. Mm. <laughs> I said, you think he learned his lesson? <laughs> I mean, club was shut down. Damn. Like, he lasted two more weeks because then when they, when they came to investigate the club, he didn't renew his liquor license, so he, he wasn't uh, even allowed to sell liquor. So they completely shut that bitch down. Hell yeah. It's like, fucking, all you had to do was pay me, man. You'd have paid me, I'd have done you right. I'm gonna fucking pay me. I'm gonna fuck your world up. Jesus, dude. But, but you should be like you. I mean, isn't like wrestling notorious for that? Like shady promoters and shit. There are, there are. Uh, there's a story we we've kind of squashed the beef now, so I won't go too much into it. But there was a promoter that didn't want to pay me. Fuck and... Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince Shane. You fucking my drop, Vince. Long, there, there was a promoter. And who... Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Bischoff's cool. He's good people. Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but there, I just there been was trying a to start beef, but nobody is just. I think, just, I think just, I made me too high, dude. I made me too high. Yeah, just, just for fucking fun? fun? Just for fun, dog. Oh. Just for fun. <laughs> this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I said fuck AT&T one time. Dude. We're never going to get an AT&T. I got, I got AT&T. Yeah. No, I'm talking about a sponsorship. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he said fuck Progressive, though. Yeah. We weren't even talking about insurance. He was like, fuck Progressive. He's just trying. But you were saying uh, shady promoters wrestling? Yeah, yeah. So um, I was going to whoop his ass. And uh, there, was, there was nothing that was going to save him. That's dangerous, man. Because you're already dealing with big fucking muscular motherfuckers. Like... That's like has to be like the one of the worst things to be shady at, dog. Like uh, you, you better be a damn good fighter. Yeah, because like you got to think we're kicking our own ass in that yeah. fucking ring. Yeah. So if we're not scared to do what we do, imagine what we're going to do to you. Yeah. Probably like, why Vince is so fucking big, dude. Because like he knows if one of these motherfuckers turn on me, I gotta yeah. defend myself a little bit, dog. Dude, I mean, best best fucking rivalry ever was him and Stone Cold. Fuck yes. Best rivalry Stand- ever. That Hands shit down was the absolute best, man. There's nothing better that than shit. that. Love that shit. Best one. And they try to recreate it so many times with so many different people. Like, oh yeah. King Cat King Catcher lightning in a bottle twice, dog. No, man. No, no. Um, but yeah, I mean he I was I was gonna tear his ass up. But I mean, we squashed it, we cool now. Oh yeah. He paid me. So like talking about like it's being <laughs> big and stuff, but like I hear like I guess like top like performance working out in the gym and stuff, like how much were you benching and like Putting up, 
I think the heaviest bench I ever went with was 305. Um, <laughs> but I had, uh, I would, when I worked over at Gold's Gym, uh, I was taking 120 pound dumbbells in each arm and pressing them. Jeez. Like they weren't shit. Because even right now, man, your arms look like. Jack. Suck him off, suck him off, George. <laughs> suck his wiener. <laughs> Fuck. All right, do it again. Honestly, I am smaller than what I used to be. Wow. Like I, I used to be fucking <laughs> no, no. Man, Kevin's big as fuck. No, you know right, that, right, dude. Right, Look right. at him. Little fuego, dog. Little nah, fuego. Nah, nah, what I got is I got a bunch of buff guy tattoos, but I'm not just not, I'm just not buff. <laughs> I got the half chest tattoo, full chest, the Polynesian arm tattoo. I should I should be I should be way buffer than what I am now. That's dope. Got the autism puzzle pieces oh. front and the back. And then in the whole placement there. Hell oh. damn. But you got like a ghost on your like yeah, yeah, I'm a huge, huge fucking fan. And what's crazy is Dan Aykroyd actually has autism. So, like, it, it's, it's fucking crazy how, yeah. Now, what's really crazy is, um, is my, my son, my middle son, uh, he's been in the newspaper a lot, um, but his name is actually in the first opening scene of Ghostbusters. And I never knew it. As, as many times as I watched that fucking movie, it never caught me. My wife actually came up with his name, right? So my brother one night, we were all sitting around, and my brother sends me a picture message of the opening scene of Ghostbusters, and there's my son's name. And I was like, what the Like fuck? first name and last name? Just first name. Oh. Well, technically his middle name, but that's what he goes by. Yeah. But I was just like, man, what the fuck? Like, it blew my mind, man. Blew my yeah. mind. Maybe you subconsciously like saw it and you just didn't think about no, it. No, my wife's the one that came oh, yeah, up she, with that. she named them. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man, well, hit them with the threes. Yeah, man. Uh, well, is there anything else you want to talk about, man, before, before we close it down? Nah, I mean, I'm I'm good if you guys are good. No, man. no, man. Honestly, you're so much. I, mean, I feel like we can sit here for five hours. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we can. We can pop it up for Show you guys. You need to come tons back. Of, tons of stories, dude. I would. I'm telling you, we've been having ideas. We're trying to do more vlogs and stuff like that. And I swear to God, that wrestling video it'd be a lot of work. But I think Kevin's down to do it. Look at him. He loves wrestling. Yo, what are uh, what are three things you're thankful for? Hmm. I mean, to to put the top three, I would have to say my kids, my wife, and my life. Boy. There's there's bars, not a lot of people. Bars. There's not a lot of people that can say that they've done what I've done in the amount of time I've done it. Um, you know, and, and I wouldn't be able to do the things that I've done if it wasn't for my wife and kids. I mean, my kids have saved my life more than what they'll ever know. You know, I know Brandon did that night, but there's still so many times where that, that thought creeps back up and I'm just like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I, I give up, you know, bad day, right. whatever, because I fight depression every single fucking day. So it's a constant battle. But then I see my kids, man, can't do it. I can't do it. I can't imagine my kids not being able to be there with me or me being able to be there with them. That's so, awesome, man. Man, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank uh, you guys for having me. Yeah, oh, no, thank man. you for the no, shoes. Thank you for everything, man. Um, Fuck, this has been Stallione Boards, as always. You Step know. your fucking shoe game up, man. Yeah, these are <laughs> Step fucking your fucking shoe game up. It's the first time they've ever worn Jordans, guys. Step your fucking shoe game up. I want to apologize. Gang. Fathead oh. Kicks on Facebook. K-I-A-I.
Put the plugs in. Get the plugs. Get the plugs in there. Put the plugs in. Yeah, she give me ads. So check it out, man. So. First thing, Trunk of Man. You got to go to Trunk of Man. I got to plug that one. Boom. I ain't going to do the, you know, the Berserkers thing. <laughs> but I will say, you know, Trunk of Man, check this out. Um, but uh, but check out Generation Iron Tag Team. That's my buddy and I. It's our pro wrestling thing. Fathead Kicks, K-I-X. Get your shoe game. Step it up. Let's go. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Real quick, real quick. I got to. I'm making a call. Ring. Call. Ring. Ring. Oh, shit. Hello? Yo, George, can I, yo, are you hard as fuck or what? Fuck, dude, I've never been this hard before, dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> as always, baby. Corre los SOP. Dime chi. Le pasé por lado y no lo vi. No lo vi. No lo quiero ni un chi. Ni en el de San Valentín. Si quieren que.